0: from the fountain of knowledge there's lizard people everywhere that's some interdimensional (laughs) (laughs) dimensional wake up aaron this is only the beginning dude you just blew my mind are you
1: ready to get your mind and welcome to tinfoil hat you know who i am you know i'm here to do i'm here to Rock. rock there we go join me as always my partner in crime uh the man the myth the legend the one the only xavier guerrero how well, are you
2: i'm doing good what's up
1: xg and the place to be yep. my friend uh how's george Fresh stories going? It's
2: good good we just had a uh, martin moreno on so it was a good one if you he, know who he a, is
1: he's a great uh comic good guy and conspiracy theorist
2: yeah he, he literally you know how it is the lights the 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 stripper tag goes off, and it's, so what's up with Epstein? What's <laughs> up with Wayfair? I'm like, you motherfuckers. They're just waiting for that.
1: <laughs> is George into Wayfair, or was he into Nah,
2: he tells me to get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't it. That's want fine. to hear
1: it. That's fine. And joining me, even though uh, he's fiddling with his shoes, uh, I love him, you love him, his gay shirt is rocking, <laughs> Johnny Woodard, a.k.a. Johnny Nice
3: already made that joke my friend
1: uh this is no the opening now <laughs> yeah, right? you yeah, you're right. yeah 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 uh, that's right go. yeah
3: sorry sorry uh, <laughs> yeah. Ha, ha. good one you got me sick burn bro <laughs> what's up man
1: Johnny, how's it going When is broken sim coming out
3: um soon this week probably end of the week maybe. okay so next Friday. week what time i'm what time <laughs> what, are you <laughs> kidding me i don't even know what day how about i know what time guys 5 a.m. Okay. That's when it's going
1: on. Perfect. Guys, uh, I will be at the American Comedy Company this weekend. Go down. It's the American Comedy Company. I thought it got canceled, but apparently it's not. I'm going to be doing open air comedy. Come support. I'm bringing t-shirts. I'm bringing nasty NASA t-shirts. And I'm bringing Rick and Morty shirts. Come down. We're on the street. Xavier Guerrero might come down. I hope. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. Oh, it is? What day are you going to
2: come? I'm going to surprise you. That's okay. the part.
1: I'm going to fucking surprise you, bro. And next thing you know, I'll be there. And I'll be like, put me up. And then I'm <laughs> going to go up. Okay? So come down. Go to AmericanComedyCo.com. That's AmericanComedyCo.com. Grab your tickets now. Dude, they're super cheap, man. I'm just happy to be working. I just want to go down there and work. And San Diego is one of the most beautiful places on the planet. So come. And uh, uh who's joining me? Uh, uh, Tino Sanchez. And my good friend Zane Halberg will be there. So, And then Xavier Guerrero and Jason Glur might jump up as well. So come and hang out. Guys, the Patreon is on fire. You, I'm tired of the news. I can't even watch ESPN anymore because everything is BLM and everything is COVID. I don't want to hear about any of it. Namaste, my friends. Namaste, Swarm. I'm not about separation, so I don't even want to deal with it. When you turn off the news, it's amazing how it all goes away, awesome. But if you want to talk to people or hear from people that think like you and act like you and believe in spiritual skepticism, then please go check out the Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Tinfoil Hat. Now, that is also available on Subscribestar, okay? Patreon, go to subscri- subscribe. Subscribestar.com dot com forward slash tinfoil hat
2: and for everybody who's like hey what's I'm gonna talk about the judge about Trump it all it's all there if you it don't talk yeah it all. it's all good th- he talks about it trust me but it, sometimes we don't talk about it on tinfoil go well, follow over there tinfoil has
1: booked m- m- weeks in advance so like the nightly stuff bam 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 happens right over there and subscribe star uh, because eventually Patreon's gonna come from come for me. Uh, so I, I put it, I even, I'm even on fans only or only fans, whatever that is. And I'm there as well. So check that out. It's a great way to su- support the show. Uh, if you guys like spirituality, which is what I'm working on right now, I love spirituality. I love cause conspiracy always leads to spirituality. Please check out my new show zero with Sam Tripley. I do it twice a week on rock, Finn.com. you usually get 45 minutes, an hour talk on uh, everything spiritual. It could be from Buddhism to, uh, you know, uh, the multiple dimensions, higher frequency people. We've had a couple discussions about the Bible, Jesus. It's all open. I might have people from Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, you know, it's all over. It's it's I just want to discover what everyone believes and how we all f- believe in a lot of the same stuff. So that's what it's about. It's called Zero with Sam Tripley Check that out. That's on Rockfin R O K F I N dot com. T-shirts are on fire, everybody. Go to tinfoil hat t-shirts.com. Tinfoil hat t-shirts.com. And you can find all, we got so many new shirts coming out. And every day we got fans designing shirts. If you guys design a shirt we like, we throw you a little cash. Okay, we don't take every shirt. Don't be offended. But if you like it, we throw you a little cash. Uh, we have a set number that we do. Okay, and we will throw it to you if we like the shirt. Um, so just go to Com. There's only 20 bucks. I know some podcasts are charging an arm and a leg and I th- think that's ridiculous. Uh, I want you to, I want to take care of the swarm and because uh, I love you guys very much what else do we got
2: go to brokensimulation.com. yeah listen some of you guys
1: don't like YouTube or you can't find the videos on YouTube because of're shadow banning me. Go to broken and they're all there, plus a ton of other comics that, like you. The guy who would the guest who's about to join us, uh, he's part of the Union of the Unwanted, and they all post their podcasts at brokensimulation.com. It is where everybody will come together and we're hoping to grow it. But go check that out. Uh, and you know, sometimes we can't put every episode on YouTube because, you know, just it is what it is. Uh oh. Then we have a Discord for the show as well. There's a Tim Hat Discord. I will find out how to get you. I will put a link in the description. Uh, Tim Full Hat. What's, oh, yeah. So, guys, so go check out the Tim Hat Discord. I will put a link in the description below. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, man. Join us. Guys, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Gabby Insurance. Hey, man, we're all looking for ways to save money, especially now. When's the last time you looked at how much you're spending every month on car insurance, on homeowner's insurance? Now, the Now's the time to check out Gabby and see about getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. Gabby's the Pain takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples to apples comparison of your current coverage of with 40 of the top insurance providers, Progressive Nationwide and Travelers. Just link to your current insurance account and in about two minutes, you'll be able to get quotes for uh, the exact same coverage you currently have. I love it. I need it. I need Gabby. That's why I do it. Because I need Gabby and it's like, you know what, man, I'd like to find out what are the cheaper insurance. And it, Gabby has helped me on that. So thank you, Gabby, for that. Thank you for Gabby. Uh Gabby customers have eight eight uh, Gabby customers have saved eight hundred and twenty five dollars per year on average. If you can't find you can't find your savings like that, like they hold on. If they if they can't find you savings like they find for me, okay. I don't even know what that's trying to say there. They can find you savings. Trust me on that. Trust Gabby. And they'll never sell your info. So no annoying spam or robocall. So here's what you got to do. Um, it's totally free to check out your rate. And there's no obligation. It takes two minutes right now to see how much you can save on your car insurance. On, on your car and home owner's insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash Sam. That's Gabby dot com slash sam s a m gabby g a b i i love insurance and you will too thank you gabby now let's get to the show uh he is the host of the very popular paranormal Uh, they just they just discuss all the uh the, the different realms of reality from the uh our big dumb mouth podcast
4: midnight mike how are you brother I'm doing well. Hey, thanks for having me, Sam.
1: No, my pleasure. Uh, you are also part of the uh, founders of what I believe is uh, something that's going to uh, really start to uh, catch fire, and that is the Union of the Unwanted. And uh, it is a uh, group of uh, alt-media, I hate that term, but I don't know what else to call it, uh, who've come together, kind of discuss stuff, and kind of, you know, Come together like in a Voltron of truth, right? In some weird kind of way, and you're a big part of that, man.
4: Yeah, that's that's the way I look at it. it. Is just a kind of it's a group of like-minded individuals. We might not all agree politically on issues, but we like to do, to discuss topics freely, openly, and amongst uh, you know like-minded podcasters and creators. It uh, it's fun thus far, and I look forward to doing more of it and producing technology and and being able to distribute all the content without fear of it not ever reappearing online somewhere.
1: I know we're going to get into some uh, simulation discussion, but yesterday Trump passed a, a bill, not a bill, signed an executive order or something about ending censorship uh, on the Internet. Uh, do you know anything about that? Have you heard anything about it?
4: No, I haven't. Uh, I've been on of loop a little bit, but how much weight, do his executive orders really carry at this point I think
1: it depends he, he, on the order right I mean like you know something about like no anti-semitism on campi- campuses probably has a lot more weight because Israel and the military industrial complex will enforce that maybe hi- him saying that you know kids can't play hopscotch probably no one's going to enforce that or whatever ridiculous <laughs> one and I don't know how they enforce this particular um this particular uh, eO that he's putting out but it's very interesting
4: it's a step in the right direction it, it's what has to happen in order to maintain a free and open society to have discussions and dialogues and to come to some sort of consensus because right now if you go on to your own Facebook or Twitter if you try to engage with somebody I mean they can easily just get you thrown off I mean look what happened to all the QA non Twitter accounts they just get you thrown off and you know, you can think what you will of QAnon, but they should have a right to talk about all of their philosophies and views on reality versus what uh, the SJWs want to talk about. It is
2: crazy. So,
1: and I'm on- up.
2: you know, you got, you know, you got a uh, fact check, right?
1: I'm um, what?
2: Uh, you know, you're, you're about, I see a lot of people asking why pro constitution You got an actual fact check. Now, it's not like you. It literally says, and you click on the fact check, and it says that you are completely wrong because... um, Uh, Read it. Despite Trump talk, Antifa has not been uh, Uh, designated as a terrorist organization.
1: Uh, I thought he did designate them, and that's a big reason that they did
2: it. But it's crazy how you got fact checked. They went out of your way to be like, Sam's words are... Back check it wasn't an article it was you i was was so impressed i was so happy i was like look at sam
1: i think that's right up there with uh hey great question i think those are my two favorite things ever (laughs) awesome (laughs) yeah i think it's crazy uh i mean at the least i uh, here's the whole thing dude we we kind of discussed that i think we discussed on the last union of the unwanted i think they were just snagging people but i want to get back to um they were just snagging uh um informants or assets
4: you know, that's what it seems like, right? at, least some, at least some of it in Portland. Yeah, at least they're they trying to. I mean, if you just look at the, some of the, the video of the, the G, uh, G7, G G20, especially in Pittsburgh, well, maybe about 10, 12 years ago, I forget. But there's video of similar vans or like a similar type of event where you have kind of unmarked vans, uniformed individuals getting it out, taking someone in the van and then speeding off. And, you know, it seems like they are removing an informant to kind of depose them, get some information, not arrest them, and then send them back out. Yeah,
1: I mean, that was the big thing right now, is like everyone's, oh, they're arresting people for no, no reason. Well, they're being let go instantly.
4: I mean, I'm sure some were arrested. I don't like to use like a, it as like a, every one of them is an informant. No, I mean, I some of them. But it's like, how many times did that happen? 12 times. And mind you, this all this is only possible because of a security state that was really marched and really ramped up under Bush. Obama continued it, mm-hmm. and now is, now they're upset that Trump is using it to a limited degree. So if they didn't like it, they should have spoke up all those years ago and continue to speak up. Along, you had to march along all the libertarians who were talking about the, the Patriot Act, the NDAA, all that kind of stuff. But under Obama, everyone was just kind of silent. And now... Maybe they're maybe people are taking notice of their civil liberties. Hopefully, they are.
2: But those cops are allowed. That's like when immigration yeah. comes to your house. It's something above cops, but it's just federal cops. You're allowed to do that. They're allowed to do that. It's just a, a different right, level of cops. Right.
1: Right. Well, I mean, the whole thing is due process, and I know that the last couple of presidents have really gotten rid. of I mean, Obama basically suspended habeas corpus, right? H- habeas corpus, which is like you deserve. A, a, a speedy trial. Like, you you don't have to sit in jail for freaking ever, right? I mean, that's base, that's gone, and that just adds into the Patriot Act. So, uh, I, I love that somebody fact-checked that.
4: That is so <laughs> hilarious.
1: But going back to you talking about QAnon, for me, man, it is the sign that these leftists have made a game with rules and when the game turns on them they want to end the game they create Frankenstein and when Frankenstein starts to smash their village they get all angry so Christy Teagan puts this thing out let's see if we can find that real quick about how she's she's over this and it's such an interesting now. There's some idiots out there. I shouldn't say idiots. My apologies, guys. I did not mean to say idiots. Uh, there's some people who think that this whole thing is was made up so Twitter could do this, which is inferring that my friend Chrissy Ma- Mar Mayor Chrissy Mayor, excuse me, uh, is the reason that um, that is part of it. Basically, that she's the one who put out that tweet that said, you know, it's like. Um, that, she, that Chrissy Teigen had deleted 28,000. Um, oh, here it is. Here, Nope, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Where is it? How many tweets do I do a day? Jesus, too many. <laughs> I can't even find my own tweet, but wh- I got to find what she tweeted. And it's kind of crazy.
2: Uh, Didn't you delete it? Uh,
1: nope. Where is it? Oh, well, I guess I can't find You don't it. have oh. a right
2: to, to coordinate attacks and make death yeah. threats. It's not an uh, opinion. Read the whole
1: thing the best you can.
2: That one, right? You don't have a, a yeah. right to coordinate attacks and make death threats. It is not an opinion to call people pedophiles who rape and eat children. So mm.
1: we'll get into that last sentence because that's an interesting statement right there. And she probably was like, oh, I'm going to write that. <laughs> but. What she's talking about is you don't have the right to do a coordinated attack against somebody that what she's insinuating hasn't been proven to to be real. Which is exactly what so much of the Me Too movement was about. Who did they just do that to? Delia. Delia. Aziz Azari, who I can't
2: stand. But, you know, they just kneecapped that piece. But those are all males. Those are all males. It's not females. That's why they don't give a fuck.
1: Right? I mean, like, look what they did to Johnny Depp. And we could have a discussion what Johnny Depp was into. But if we put that aside, look what Amber Heard did to Johnny Depp. And they all murdered him. Look what cancel culture has been about. Which is. Basically, oh, you said something mean, we're going to get rid of you. That's what she's talking about, that you can't have a coordinated attack.
3: You and, li- and only now that the Johnny Depp story is falling apart. Dude, his like You see his exes starting to come out now. I'm like, that's not the Johnny Depp we know. Only after it was safe, though, none of them were willing because of this culture to take, you know, to step out and support him before all this shit started to fall and apart. And here's
1: the thing: Amber Heard will still get a boyfriend. There will no, be still be someone that will drop dick on that chick because she's such a smoke show. Even though you know, I mean, there's somebody who's, who is who uh, is the girl from Florida uh, who killed her daughter, Casey Seth?
3: Anthony. The, somebody's
1: somebody oh, yeah. banged Casey Anthony since that. <laughs> There's no way she hasn't been late since that day, right? There's somebody's like, I know she did that, but
2: dude,
1: I was, uh, you know, I had a couple drinks.
3: Her new boyfriend has a young daughter, according to the Daily
4: Mail. Oh my god! He likes to go clubbing. I heard he likes to go clubbing. She likes to to go go
1: clubbing. Hey, can I buy you drink? Oh shit, that's Casey Anthony. You know, it's (laughs) unbelievable. It's a
3: bartender, and he says her past is quote
4: none of his business. (laughs) Wow. She's kid free now, so that frees her <laughs> up, I guess. So.
1: <laughs> but you know it's like it's so interesting. You know, it's like this my new rant show I call Mental Gymnastics, right? Cuz everybody's mental gymnastics they have to go through. And then we're going to get into the simulation, but I just want to say, uh, what are your thoughts about that tweet?
4: So here here's my my thought on this cuz this goes to the elite pedophile ring and eating babies. And let's say Let's just say for the sake of argument that it does exist, that there is some hyper elite that take, uh, they, they eat babies and they uh, they engage in pedophilia and slave trade, uh, as child tra- trafficking. I wonder if they got to such a level that they were told the nature of reality, which tricked something in their brain to say, I can do anything I want because this reality is not really real it's just a simulation therefore i can do these actions because it's not really real
1: that's an interesting take and that's a very deep take too that's a deep that's, cut that's right like that's like
2: in westworld you can kill someone and you don't feel bad because it's a broken simulation it's just simulation can so we
1: all agree that's the smartest statement xg's ever made oh on the
2: show there we go
1: congratulations actually <laughs> that was a wonderful take yeah. man And I didn't mean that to sound disrespectful. I mean, honestly, that was a wonderful take. And that's 100% true. What you're saying is basically what he just said, which is they know this is some sort of like Westworld, and there's no real consequences.
4: Like, not spiritually to them, because uh, if they they get to a certain level or they're indoctrinated in some way, then they probably pretty much, they can have a clear conscience to do these things.
1: Yeah, man. I mean that's kind of nuts, man. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think that there's also something that, you know, it's somehow, some way, they they got lost in in with this journey. They came down. They did around. They came down because you know the, the theory is that this is a realm, and we're here to learn. And somehow, they just got tricked by low frequency demons or whatever. And they don't care. They just want to live the greatest life they can. And whatever happens happens after that. It's, it's so interesting.
4: That kind of makes sense too. I mean, some people just go along to get along and they really, really don't think about it too much. I mean, think about when you're in your early twenties and everything you were doing then. Uh, maybe many of us have, have learned, but I'm, I'm certainly not going out drinking till three o'clock in the morning anymore. I stopped that in my mid thirties. But some people just don't, they don't lose that mentality. Some people, I mean, they just, they don't really think about it too much, especially if you have millions and millions and millions of dollars. What really is the motivation for them to grow spiritually at all, or think about everything that they're doing. They probably don't have much motivation at all. Yeah.
1: It's, it's just very interesting. You know, I've seen some people out there kind of mocking that all these satanic people all oh, they're eating kids that's easy to to uh digest but the this other stuff and it's just i think there's just so much information out there that this is going on and i i find it just hilarious how people are pushed so hard against it when they've accepted stuff that is just there's so less proof of
4: you know? Well, so I think the the Satanism kind of gets thrown in there. Like I know people who are Satanists, and it's just a, a philosophy, a way of living. And I know Alex Jones, and everyone throws like, "Oh, these are satanic," uh, you know, pedophiles, and that might be one certain sect of of Satanism. No, that's I think a there great. Are, there pro- are there, there are different sects to it all. Uh, I'm not trying to defend Satanism here, but I, I want to at least be clear. No, no, that- I know
1: what you're saying. And, and and the truth of the matter is, man, if you talk to these people that are supposedly the good Satanists, right? And I'm not disrespecting any of your friends, but when, it, when you That's break fine, it down, ahead. they're really into Hinduism. It's all Hinduism. And my opinion is, is that they took the best parts of Hinduism, which to me is just, you know, an earlier form of very ancient knowledge from before. And then they took the worst of this Saturn worship, paganism stuff, and they put it together and created Lucifer. So everybody would follow that and not look at the other side. That's just my opinion. And I I, I, I don't have no, I have no, I've had a Satanist on the show before. Uh, he denied that any of this dark art stuff was going on. I, I disagreed with him wholeheartedly. You know, it's it's my argument when I talk to people about, you know, people like, oh, there's Jews running everything. And I, I'm going to hear it in the comments section. I go, it's not behind closed doors. They're worshiping this very dark art stuff. And that's my belief. But I 100 percent believe this is a simulation. Did I say it right? Yes. And um, th- we are in a what almost like what you said, Westworld, a holodeck of some sort. And uh, if you listen to ancient Buddhism, Hinduism, Hindu's older than Buddhism. You know, we are. Um, you know, we are all gods here, mortal gods, to learn the the universal secrets to become immortal, immortal gods.
4: I I was initially against the the simulated. Uh, universe theory for uh, a while, but the more I got into programming, I start to see some parallels that are kind of tough to ignore and, and some ideas that kind of make sense. So let's just say we're, we're in a simulated reality. It's run by some very powerful computers, some awesome processors, but you know, even those processors may have some limitations at some point in time. Typically within a computer or any sort of simulation, you want a framework. Like if you go to a website, you see a lot of, uh, of websites that look very similar because they're using a framework. So our framework governs our reality, this simulation. So a framework might be there's a certain uh, gravity with a, with, with a certain gravitational pull. Their uh, leaves look a certain way. So there's frameworks for everything. I think the framework that
1: we deal with is the laws of physics.
4: Yeah, I think that's, they that's created
1: exactly. that so that anything that happens outside of that gets dismissed very easily.
2: But doesn't every framework, uh, framework. Ha- yeah, have a, a glitch? Every game has a glitch, well,
4: like at one okay. point you'll find it? Good good frameworks, the ones I work with, have APIs, which are application program interfaces. Uh, if you use a website and you uh, put in a uh, URL, that's a kind of like a, a sort of an API, you're making a request to receive information. I think this realities, this simulations API are religions and spirituality. So you can use religion and ritual and spirituality to interface with the simulated reality. Uh, it's probably why religion has been so popular over the years because they they understand the nature of reality. And through through ceremony, you can make requests out to the simulated reality and get something in return. Uh, it's not. It's not. That's like it's
1: interesting, this... dude. I love that, and I believe
4: and, in that. And just like with computers, there are many different programming languages. I focus on a programming language called Python, but there's C, C++, there's JavaScript. They all are are a framework of a language to do similar things. Some are more efficient than others. Uh, like for instance, the the most efficient uh, way to get a request may be. Their uh, Satanism, pedophile shit, to make requests to the to the uh, to the simulation to get something in back. Uh, a tougher one might be Taoism. That might be a much longer form request or Christianity. I don't know, but I think that I obviously I believe in in the the act of believing intention, being good and and writing down your intentions to make a request to the simulation. Whatever you want. I think it's all real. It feels real to me. But I think it's also very coordinated. And I think a simulated reality explains a lot of weird shit, like a book produced in the late 1800s about Baron von Trump traveling to the center of the earth and there be him being like the last president of the United States. That's weird. It would make sense if we're in a simulation and the, there are limited amounts of resources. So they reuse names and situations mm. and events to preserve memory. Um, Dude, that, I believe
1: that's it. some deep shit right there,
4: too, man. That's some th- deep shit right there. I think coincidences can be the the nature of reality, reusing things to preserve memory. I think the Earth could be flat and round at the same time. Depend- I think the model, I think the framework is round. That's what the computer wants it to be. But when you go down and measure it, it tends to be flat. And so there's some discrepancies there. Uh, because the, while just like in a computer game, like in Grand Theft Auto, like it, like Grand Theft Auto 2, you ever get in Grand Theft Auto 2, you get in a car, and you just keep driving so fast and the, the computer's not rendering the world as quickly as you're moving? Yeah. I think that's kind of what happens here sometimes.
1: That's some analytical shit right Wait, there. Wait, uh,
3: uh, so you're, you're saying we're running up against the limitations of the, what, the processing power of the,
4: the computer that's running the simulation or the, the machine? Uh, I think the computers uh, the computers there are limitations to it I think and it's based upon our perceptions we the viewers the the conscious beings in this so the limitations is what we view and so it actually let's uh, hypothetically if you're in orbit it might be less expensive to render a couple clouds and a circular disk versus if you're in the middle of Yosemite National Park, observing terrain up close and personal, where that requires a lot of definition, everything's up close and very vivid. It's probably easier, like to, to render a, a round globe up there. That's some. Uh, in-
1: that's really interesting, that's, dude.
4: That's so interesting. Yeah, because I mean, those are all like the cheats
3: that you see in game design, right?
1: Well, you know, it's like how many times in a video game. Do you see the same player over and over again? Like, yeah. you know, like girl yeah. walking down the street. It's never always unique. Sometimes it's the same player over and over well, again. And it's
3: funny. Remember, we were just talking a couple of days ago about how some people seem like they're NPCs, non-player yeah. characters. You know, just the lights are just aren't on behind yeah. some people. I, I've always
2: felt that. I don't know. And that's why oh, I might be a sociopath. A, and oh. that's why they have uh, Grand Theft Auto Five and stuff, because they keep reusing the same thing, save time, save money, save energy, and they use the same characters over and over. You know, yeah. Cartoons on everything. Nemo Five is just because they don't want to restart all over and start with a brand new frame.
3: But I have always had this sense that, s- especially certain types of evil people like psychopaths and sociopaths, are. Almost NPCs, you know? Like they're there's they're almost run by the
1: to cause chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but like
3: nobody wants to play a video they're, game they're where um, nothing but happens. They're almost uh elements of the same AI, you know, the same logic. They they're all kind of running on the same logic, you know what I mean? Like they're not
1: Yeah, yeah. But there's no video game yeah, where nothing just, happens. They're just right? skinned
3: differently than than each other, but they're kinda of running the same software. This is so, this is
1: such a great conversation, you know. Man, uh, I'm like, you know, uh, someone said the reason we sleep is because the simulation can't run all of us all at the same time, <laughs> so they need to that, shut some of us down and let other ones
4: run. That could be. I I had this uh, crazy dream when uh, it was a few years, maybe about a year ago. I woke up and I was still dreaming. You ever get it? Like you can wake up like at three o'clock in the morning, like, ah oh, man, I really got to take a piss, and I was still dreaming when I was uh, taking a piss and I my dream was removing itself from my mind and it all faded away in these little blocks and it felt like a bunch of game assets being removed really it, it, it felt it like oh that's how dreams work they're just reusable game assets uh, in my in our mind uh, I believe dreams are a completely different reality that uh, you can wake up in and reuse them over and over again um, maybe it's they're shutting our, our processors down uh, because not everyone can re- render everything at the same time as possible. Um, there's a physicist who, who uh, hosted uh, the most recent show on Skinwalker Ranch, uh, The Secrets mm-hmm. of Skinwalker Ranch on uh, the History Channel. And his name is, uh, I think, Travis Taylor. And he's of the impression that our brains are actually quantum computers. And that's why... We can observe things. Certain things get attached to us, and our brains, our our consciousness, our brains literally might be the processing power for this reality. That that's might how weird this might be. Like we're all process. We are the process. Well, that's for this reality. the
1: one God consciousness, right? We're all connected, and together we think as one, and we act as one, and you know, and it's like. I'm, you know, going back to Q, right? Like, and I'm, we're going to stay in simulation, but going back to Q, everyone keeps saying it's not real. And I understand what you're saying, but what do you think the number of people that believe in it is? Is it 10 people? A hundred people, a thousand people. I would tell you it's well over a million, if not a couple million. And when you start getting into three, four, five million people, what you're talking about is what Buddhists talk about: how there's only takes one percent of the population to change the group think.
4: If people believe it's real, isn't it kind of real? It is real.
1: But it's not real. And what the people are saying, it's not what people think it is, which is a white knight. But I'm telling you, you're thinking of it wrong because you know it's, it's like this is what I want to say about Trump. We we all agree Trump has done some dog crap stuff, and it's he's done some good stuff. If you can't sit there and say he did good stuff, I don't even want to hear from you. You're you're just not even in the conversation anymore. You're just here to scream at people, okay? But there are like I know I have a lot of people on my show that do wonderful research and you go to them, hey, but what about Trump doing this good? And you just see them disengage because it doesn't fit their narrative of that Trump is all bad, right? So like we have these people out there that are all like, Trump is the grace. He's going to save us. And you're like, come Trump tards or whatever that the other side calls them. Right. It's like
3: religion. It's like anybody, when people, you challenge someone's religion, they you you see them disengage and become uptight, and it's the same thing with these kind of political beliefs. Yeah, yeah,
1: but it also goes for the other side of people who think Trump is all bad. Both ways,
3: yeah, both ways. It's like they, they
1: can't see that these little things that he's done, Absolutely. I think, makes him completely different than the at least the last five guys before him.
4: I would love to ask somebody like on on Twitter, post up a picture of Trump and one of Jeffrey Dahmer, and ask them who has more redeeming qualities. <laughs> and I think they'd probably pick Jeffrey Dahmer. They're like, oh well, you know. Before yeah. he killed the animals, at least he was nice to them. Yeah, you know, right? uh, <laughs> and, they're just and Trump lo- has done some good stuff.
1: You know, I go to some 12-step programs, and sometimes the things that people say about Trump, I'm like, I can't believe you talk like that. I can't believe you talk like that. You live in Southern California. Well, yeah. You live by the beach. Why is your life so bad? Why are you so angry? It's just unbelievable.
2: We weren't allowed to call it. Well, Trump wasn't allowed to call it the China flu, right? What, What did Nancy Pelosi just do? Call it the Trump flu. 'Cause he didn't put it back before, he didn't do it before. So that's, that's what I'm saying. How 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 can he not say to China China flew when it came from China?
1: But that's the whole point but of Trump, political correctness of the Christy Teigen thing. Is like they make this they make the rules and when it comes in the, yeah. and it kneecaps them, they don't want the rules to apply anymore. And that's why political correctness isn't about right and wrong. It's just a weapon to take out people you don't like. It has nothing to do with making people better. Or making the world better place. It actually is about breaking people down. But back to the simulation, man. It's like the one consciousness. It's just like you got one group of people that believe that there is a movement. Okay? And, like, I forgot what I was... I think it was on the show The Alliance. That there's this group called The Alliance. And Duncan Trussell talked about it a long time ago. Which is this force of good that I think is going to be out there. And I think that's part of the universe pushing back. You know, some things, some people think the Earth is alive, I believe. And you see the Earth push back pretty hard on some shit.
4: What I think is, the Earth is alive. I don't think people give the planet enough credit for what it what it can feel. I know this is getting a little hippy-dippy-ish, uh, but what the Earth can feel, what animals can feel, you know, how intelligent our animals, my, this' is my dogs, you know, but they're, they're emotional, real conscious beings, and I think uh, they don't get enough credit. Uh, it's why I, I, I'm, I'm just this close to being vegan, uh, but I, I, this, there's not enough credit given to that stuff. Go to the ocean
2: and tell me that's not live. Feel the waves. Yeah. You can at night, especially at night oh, where you for can sure. hear them. And it resets you. Yeah.
1: Your aura, your energy gets reset every time you go to the ocean.
2: I think living there, I mean, other than tsunamis and stuff, I think it's a good thing to live nearby the
4: ocean.
1: You know, obviously. You know what that
4: does? In in, in programming terms, that's garbage collection. And so you remove <laughs> all the garbage and it gets wiped out so your program can run a little better, a little bit more uh, clean. Same yeah.
3: thing with the sun, I would I would think. Yeah. Well, it's like
1: when you go uh, you and, and somewhere you're fighting your way through and you get to, uh, you know, this one thing, you, you, you enter all of a sudden, it's like, power boosts up boop, 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 yeah. and you're back to normal you in the famous uh uh gladiators i think it was called you're know, like r- red warrior needs food badly right and then like you'd have to get to this thing to re-energize yourself but
2: you know what it is also when people go out to the woods or go camping they all they say it's because all the the magnetic the wi-fi all that bullshit you let it out for a little bit and then you come back and then you're like you feel the difference that like you can literally feel oh
1: i i have to i i find myself moving my phone when i'm sleeping i'm like you can't i can't have it near me anymore when i sleep i move it, I put it now on the a, tip.
3: that's crazy yeah I, while you're asleep
1: no like i i wake up and i oh. move it and i put oh, it on okay so <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> while. Oh, well no
3: you said oh, while you said while you're sleeping.
1: Yeah, yeah. um so we're getting a simulation where do you think ghosts and spirits fall into the simulation
4: simulation Zondi processes Huh? In zombie processes. So a zombie process uh in programming is a process when its execution is is complete, but it still kinda hangs around. And so it's it's still like if you're working on a server, you're like, Oh, I thought this script was uh, complete, but it's still hanging around. I still see it there, it's still being processed. I think ghosts and some not all not all paranormal, uh some ghosts and apparitions could be just a zombie process. And uh <laughs> It'll hang around until it is recognized and cleansed. You might have to go That's in funny. and uh, exercise it, I suppose.
1: Is it, I always thought it's also possible because what do they always say? Uh, ghosts always say, get out, go away. It's yeah. almost like they're there, uh, archons, right? And they're like yeah. working a simulation and you could hear them and they're like, "Gosh, oh, go away, I'm working. Leave me, remember? Like, it's
3: uh, like the, the, Wizard the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Don't
1: look at that guy. He's yeah, yeah. not here. Move Ignore along. That man. Yeah, you're
3: totally right.
2: Um, what do you call it? Zombie what? Zombie process. And that reminds me like when you delete a picture from your girlfriend to see on just delete, but you forget it's on uh, oh, yeah. recently deleted. It's That's like called that, my,
1: huh?
3: my life three months ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a zombie girlfriend. Zombie zombie uh, uh, pictures. Real,
3: real quick, uh, you mentioned that you, you had uh, a theory about dreams. I, I'm curious, what do you... I Like, I have dreams sometimes that are consistent with our current reality, and then other times the dreams are just nonsense, you know what I mean? Or, they, or they're... Do you
1: remember a lot of your dreams still?
3: Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, and I, I'm just curious, curious what you think... Uh, what's the explanation for... If you think they're another reality, then why are... Then why do the realities seem inconsistent with each other from dream to dream?
4: Well, I... I so I think it's, it's uh, like I said, I think there are shared assets between all dreams. So you have a collection of assets, and you collect uh-huh. those assets during your daily life. Whatever you absorb through your eyes, ears, nose, smells, all oh, that. Oh, I see. Those are okay. assets that go into your brain that can be reused in your dreams. Uh, I don't know what the dream realm is, but I do know this, that before you go to sleep, if you do this exercise and s- t- say to yourself, before you go to sleep, I will remember my dreams. After a few nights, you will start remembering your dreams. So you just you say start-
1: that before you lay down?
4: Yeah.
3: Does it and concern I- you that there may be some uh, benefit to not remembering your dreams, like you're offloading these assets
4: possibly, and that by remembering them? I've heard that uh, put forward. I, I guess so. I only. I, I. don't remember. I've had some pretty horrendous dreams that I don't want to remember, like, yeah. s- like so much so that I called a demonologist to huh. uh, come Whoa. over to my house. Um, okay. Some pretty keep, going, yeah, yeah. keep
1: going. Keep Let's. Can we hear about it?
4: Yeah. Yeah. uh I so I was uh in this dream. It was a kind of familiar s- surrounding, and um uh, I was uh, at the time. I was listening to my phone at the time. I, I go to I go to sleep listening to podcasts and weird stuff, and it's probably not the best. But some of that gets fed into my my dream as I sleep, so it's kind of bizarre. But then I remember during this dream. My wife was in it and we were kind of fooling around and I I wake up and she's on top of me and I reach up to feel her and I feel a furry face and then I hear a growl, a very low growl and then I wake up again and finally I wake up again for the last time and it terrified the hell out of me and um, I didn't know what to do because I was... I was in such a state of fear, I didn't want to really go to bed again after that. Really, like, and so I contacted a, a local demonologist in Phoenix. We talked for a little bit. We t- we talked about what's what's been going on, and this is back in uh, February before all the COVID shit happened. Um, and he was going to come out and uh, exercise the 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 house. The dogs. Oh shit! Us. You think you're—it's haunted, huh? Like some
1: kind of a curse.
4: I, I i don't know exactly. I've had weird paranormal experiences, like every fifteen years in my life. I—I um, I don't know. I don't know if my my dream connected with another dream, and I—I oh, I don't know if dreams are siloed where they they never interact with anybody else, or sometimes. A dream kind of intersects with another sleeping person's dream. I don't know. Whoa! But-
1: like you, what? Like kind of now in video games where we meet up in a uh, battlefield and you could be in San Diego and I could be in China and we battle each other. Yeah, but in a I, dream. Like,
4: it's. I don't think it's that far fetched. Uh, I think this personal experience my wife is really into spirituality uh she is really into meditation uh crystals um and just being the best person she could be but and by her by proxy i've learned a little bit more about it and when you learn about this stuff you also open up yourself to other possibilities you i mean just because you're learning about the light and good stuff doesn't mean that the bad stuff isn't going to come knocking And I think uh, you got to protect yourself. Once you start reading about this stuff, I think other entities take notes like, oh, look, this person has opened himself up to possibilities. Yes,
1: dude.
4: Yes, dude. That's why whenever we talk about the occult, I'm like,
1: dude, don't go into that. Don't go in. Don't start talking that stuff. I think when you start <laughs> dancing with that stuff, that's when you bring out the danger. Now, my opinion is like everyone thinks magic is like Harry Potter, and I'm boom and I hit <laughs> you with a. I'm really starting to think what magic is is manipulating the simulation. Yep,
4: I think so. Um, there's a great book uh, by author Dean Radin. It's called um, Real Magic, and throughout this book, uh, he cites studies done at the university level about the power of the mind and intention. People just by focusing on the outcome of a flip coin can influence it by 10% one way or the other. Really? Uh, they, had, they had a group of people create a doll, basically a voodoo doll of a person, and started inflicting wounds oh. on it, and the, the subject started to feel things. Uh, they had Buddhist monks bless water. And that water had a much more positive effect on people who drank it versus just local tap water. What's it's it called? Hey, Real magic. Real magic by Dean Radin.
2: Hey, Mike. Uh, so you said um, blessed water. So when you got your house cleansed, is that like a like if you get a Catholic guy to come through, you got the the Holy Spirit water? Is that kind of the same type of realm? Is that how I, you cleanse your house? I want to
4: be clear that we did not wind up getting our house cleansed because the COVID shit happened, and we were every everyone was kind of on lockdown. So he couldn't come over anymore. And so I just uh, after during that lockdown, um, I, I, I kind of sat with it. My wife was open to having him come over. Uh, still, he was kind of leery about coming over. But I started doing uh, breathing exercises with my wife every day at 10 a.m. outside in the sun for 30 minutes to 45 minutes. These real, succinct, heavy uh, breathing exercises. And uh, I believe I did a lot of self-cleansing in those uh, in those days and months that we did that. Is that what you meant by protect yourself? Because you said you got. I find meant by a- protecting yourself when when you say um, even something as simple like um, I I want my spirit guides to watch over me. Just you have to say of the light, and you can protect uh, yourself by saying of the light. You Why? Can Why does that work? S- of the light. Yeah. Because you're at. You're asking for only entities of the light to interact with you. Uh, Dude, that's almost
1: like when you take the fortune cookie and you're like in bed. That's what you got to do with everything. I'd like (laughs) to get some pizza with mushrooms in the light. Thank you.
4: But it's about, it's about your thoughts and intention. If you leave things ambiguous, uh, it leaves too much open to interpretation. And the simulations and computers do not like things left open to interpretation because you will get unintended consequences. It's unintended more like results. the genie, you know, where you ask yep. the genie for like a million
3: dollars and then it ends up being life insurance because your dad died or something like that. You know, that terrible. You know, you, you got to be really specific. Twi- yeah, 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 exactly. That's a specific. great example.
4: In the life. You got to be specific with what you want.
1: Yeah, I believe that I believe in like my view of the world is, and I say it all the time. I think it's like every single movie ever made going on all at the same time. Now, I do you believe in aliens? Oh yeah, I believe they're interdimensional. I don't. Uh, I, I think it's a mix. You think it's a little bit of alien planet, plant, from other planets, and a little bit of interdimensional, which I'm open minded to.
4: I, uh So uh, I got married last year up in Sedona, Arizona. Oh, shit. My bachelor party was my family, my uh, my wife, and all of us going out to do a UFO night vision uh, watching thing.
1: <laughs> man, you guys get and, weird, huh? You guys are like, yeah, we got that's like some crazy man. swinging right there. <laughs> what are you guys in the swinging? Nah, man, we're going to go chase uh, UFOs. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. I'll put my clothes back on.
4: <laughs> and I can say definitely I saw some stuff in orbit, it was just traveling, it was going like straight line, it stopped in between two stars and then kept going. I saw things that appear to leave the atmosphere. Now that could have been military vehicles, of course, but they're going very fast and at very high altitudes and they didn't have any uh, designations on them. They weren't blinking in a certain way. Not 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 that we know of common aviation. So it saw some pretty incredible stuff. I I do believe in aliens from different solar systems, but I think the reason why we're not hearing much, and I think the reason why some of the government is so guarded is that they discovered, oh, shit, these are interdimensional. And this is way stranger than what people possibly could handle at this point.
1: Uh, I, did you ever see the video where, like, the local news tried to kind of make fun of this guy?
3: Yeah. Who summon, summon UFOs? And yeah. he's
1: like, I can summon them. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever, dude. And he's like...
3: My money on my own. Yeah. And he's like, and he is like comical. I mean, he is, seems like... He looks like Cleveland, doesn't oh, yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, crazy. And he's like, he's like, they're
1: trying to show them I'm not full of shit. And the, then all of a sudden, it appears, and the guy <laughs> calls his boss. He's like, hey, dude, something really showed up. Yeah. What should we
3: do? <laughs> That's uh, one of the great... Actually, he's looking for it. That's one of the best. He developed versions.
4: his own spell. <sighs> you know, he, de- he developed his own spell to conjure. You know, that's like a level five spell, man. Dude,
1: talk to me about spells, because anyone who calls <laughs> something a level five spell has to know about the other <laughs> four levels, that's,
4: too. That's a, that's a D&D term. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about spells or anything like that. Hey, HG, and this is referencing nerd culture in D&D.
3: Local news, summon UFO. Can yeah, We don't want, that, don't want
1: to show that, though. I want to show it, because then they're going to ding us, right? Not
2: ding local us. News. Nah. Eh, I don't We're pretty dinged. I
1: mean, we are pretty ding. <laughs> but I mean, it's, oh, it's, like, it's Las Vegas, KTNV. Oh yeah, know. you can show. Have you ever seen this video? With I don't the, know. The guy summing here. Let's find it.
3: It's it's the first result there. It's uh, from Daily Motion. Actually, if you type in local news summon UFO. UFO. All
2: right. Dude, and it's like it's like in the middle of a of a park, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. They go out in the park. Uh. Yeah. Doctor uh, Richard Greer does this. Yeah, yeah, he does. You're right. Can I just read you something
1: really stupid? (laughs) It's like...
0: He claims he can summon UFOs on command. Pretty wild. So we sent Action News reporter Mike DeLostrito to get the real story. But what he found shocked everyone and could leave you wondering, are UFOs real? (laughs) And forget those short term fixes and diets that don't We're work. Kathy way. Ray has a plan for him. this. Imagine this poor like guy's
1: going to work out now for the rest of time. Everyone's going <laughs> to see him.
0: He's fast on a treadmill. Breaking news, solving problems. Well, uh, let's take another trip back into the realm of paranormal tonight. Last night we had Ghost Hunters, now UFOs. (laughs) That's right, and there is a Las Vegas guy making an extraordinary claim about extraterrestrials. So, we sent Action News reporter Mike Delostrito to check it out. Mike? All right, guys, just listen up here. This guy says the old... Is there any way Mike hasn't been in a Motel had 6 had a with fucking UFOs. speed and a
1: popper? Right, he says he can also <laughs> do this
0: on command, and he adds he's been doing it for 25 I've years, <laughs> keeping all the secrets until now. These beings are here. They're here. They're just sitting right up there. We met up with Prophet Yahweh, seer of Yahweh, at Doolittle Park off Lake Mead. We picked the day, we picked the time, and we picked the location. Everyone's going to think, you're absolutely nuts. Well, I thought I was absolutely nuts. (laughs) Until he says he saw UFOs. Over the years, 1,500 of them. Can we make it uh, 1,501 today? What do you think? I'll try it. He says the voice in his head to make, told him to go way. public now. That was so bad we production took him up on right his there. Then we scanned the skies. Nothing but a few clouds. When the prophet started praying for a sighting, I wasn't exactly convinced. I pray, O oh, Yahweh, that you send a sighting so that they know that I am not mentally ill. I am not a false prophet <laughs> like those who seek to kill me say I am. I see something straight up. Oh, brother, look at it. There it is. You can barely see it. A white speck. Then another sighting. There it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. That's Total crazy. right? Hawkins locks That's in great. on it. Let's take a closer look here. It's an orange sphere that appeared out of nowhere. I call the boss with an unexpected change on hey, my boss. Uh, I don't
4: know what to do. We're supposed I, to I make fun of this guy. It, it's as yeah. <laughs> this whole piece is not real, real, real.
0: It's, it's moving pretty fast. It's gone to Should I love him probing, things. boss? <laughs> 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 <It's> <laughs> been, if we I love probing, to will I get the big desk? Guess what? They didn't call us back, but this thing started coming back toward us. coming toward us now, I think. What? See, it's coming up toward us. He doesn't believe what? Oh man! Then, a few seconds later, it disappeared. It's going back up in space. <laughs> Prophet Yahweh isn't concerned. He says it'll be back.
1: Okay. First of all, and i st- stop. Love it. it. Like I believe in all that stuff, man. I believe yeah, in all that stuff. And that could easily be simulation. Dude, he's like, hey, man, help me out. Some people don't think I'm dumb. He
2: ends up mentally ill. I, I, he I think that's what helped him. I think the I think the UFOs were like, oh, let's help this fucker yeah, let's out. Let's help this guy out. He's <laughs> dressing a, a painter a
4: who's never here? painted. <laughs> Get that guy in the show.
1: I Dude, let's find Brother Profit Prophet, Prophet Yahweh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's your job. That's my job. That's new fucker. That's your job. Um, man, that's crazy, dude.
4: That's some crazy I, shit right there, right? I, I, I think that's uh, that's the real deal there. I think he tapped into you can call it magic, you can call it praying, you can call it spirituality, whatever. He tapped into something that worked for him. And I think everyone's a little different. Uh, Doctor Richard Greer has a, a different set of protocols to get people in a group to mentally uh, focus their attention and their intention on letting people out there, other entities know that they're there and they want to communicate. That's what he does. And his most recent documentary, uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, he kind of goes in very in depth of that and shows some photos that yeah, you know, people can write off. But I believe he's tapped into something that's legitimate. This might sound crazy,
2: but are ghosts and demons in the same realm? Um, I
4: don't
2: know. What would they be?
4: Do you think that's Depends a whole different to- situation? I think demons a lower level. They have their own intentions. There are certain ghosts, I think, that are just replaying their certain traumatic or hyper emotive experience that they had. It's almost like a, a just a little movie playing. That's that's a zombie process that I was talking about. I think demons are a whole different thing.
3: Your suggestion though is that ghosts it's a non conscious sort of thing, right? It's just it's almost like a remnant of something that was conscious, right?
4: I don't I see I don't I don't know about that because then if you talk to mediums who will come into a house they they will have like there's some sort of intelligent interaction like the ghost is aware that it is somewhere and it knows it should be somewhere else it just no it doesn't well, know exactly how to get there. Okay. Like but this this like the civil war ghost that you hear at Gettysburg and that kind of stuff to me that just sounds like an old movie playing over and over again like a traumatic experience was so horrific it left an imprint in that part portion of the simulation. You know what, dude, that makes sense. That totally
1: makes sense. Cause most ghosts are, are associated with a uh, traumatic event. They're like, Oh, somebody got murdered here. Somebody, something horrible happened here. And it's so powerful. The emotion involved that it could almost like sear the, the, the simulation in a weird way.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think there are certain places that are more conducive to that than others, but you know there are uh, ghost experience. I had a ghost experience where I heard kids laughing, and to me oh. that's like a joyous thing. You know, I was on like a I was on a, a vacation with my parents. I was like you know 12, 13 at the time. I heard kids laughing, but in two rooms over, my brother and his friend saw the ceiling ripple at the same time. I was freaked out, so I walked into the living room. They walked out at the same time. We both shared our experiences and slept in the living room together. The next day, my you know, everyone wakes up. We told my parents about it, so my mom wound up sleeping in the room I was in. She had the same experience. She heard children laughing. Uh, so I wasn't crazy. Uh, I experienced something. the uh, The other people there, my mom and my brother and his friend, they experienced something, but it was children laughing. That was a joy. Like I guess to me, that's joyous. I don't, you know, so that's a, a joyous emotion. So that must have left its imprint there.
1: It what? is kind of crazy. I mean, like, it, it's just such a mystery.
3: You mentioned you'd had some other experiences also with ghosts. Is that, is that right?
4: Yeah. When I was a uh, freshman year of art school, um, it was probably one year, or, no, one one week into my stay in the, the dorm. And I was going to sleep, you know, trying new surroundings. Um, and I laid my head down to go to bed, and I heard something whispering Threw the pillow at me and I jolted up, set it up in my bed. I looked over at my roommate, Windsor, who was passed out. And, and then I just sat there for a second. Then I heard whispering coming from the corner of the room. And it sounded like it was like Damien, 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 Damien. It's something like that over and over again. I was freaked out. I got up, left the room and I slept in the lobby for two weeks. (laughs) <laughs> now, uh, no, yeah, they, they thought I was like a, a big scaredy cat. And I guess to to a certain degree, yeah, I am. Uh, I did wind up going back, you know, a few weeks later to the room, but I experienced other things. Like I would be playing guitar in my my uh, my dorm, and I'd hear a big shh uh, behind me. Um, and I heard that once when I was out in the kitchen kitchen doing dishes. I I, and it happened, you know, quite consistently. It finally faded. Over the the years, but you know, there's always storms. Do you think it's dermage.
1: because you got better at guitar?
4: I could have got better <laughs> at guitar, or maybe I started, you know, doing more acid. I don't, I don't know exactly <laughs> what prompted it, what started it, or, or I, I don't know the catalyst. Like, or maybe I was just more comfortable. You know, like there's like a lot of theories that poltergeist activity comes from like the the hyper sensitivity, the uh, the hyper emotional nature of certain teenagers, like the movie Firestarter. Um, like you produce these things because you are unsettled and you manifest these things that happen, which is even equally as creepy.
1: I think that makes sense. Let me ask you something, Midnight Mike. If, if I, let's say a place is haunted, right? And we knock it down, which they're doing with all, they're building new buildings. Is that? Do you think that that program is wiped out? That ghost is released, or do they wait until it's the new building's on there? They're like, "I'm back, bitches," you know.
4: <laughs> well, I I think it depends if you're bound to the land or if you're bound to the object. Because you hear of haunted objects all the time, and those are th- those can get passed from person to person. I think if you're bound to the land, sacred land, then any building you put there is going to be. Uh, Experiencing problems, you know, like building on Indian burial mounds like the movie Poltergeist. I know and that
3: the, the site of the Manson murders, they say, you know, that, that Trent resident lived in that place. He rented it in the 90s. And then not long after that, it was destroyed, that house. Uh, but apparently the guy who lives a couple doors down now claims that this, the craziest shit goes on there. He sees like pregnant ghosts, you know, screaming and shit like that. Oh, wow. It, it, he it, broke the downward spiral there, I believe. Oh, Reznor? yeah, 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 that's right, and but yeah, the, so apparently, so I mean, to to your question, I think yeah, I mean that at least in that case, it appears that they were connected to the land and that traumatic event. You know, it's kind of like he said, uh, replaying like a movie.
4: But just look at all the things that happen at Skinwalker Ranch. You know, yep. that is a that is a a piece of property that experiences not only poltergeists, orbs. But it also has sightings of, of Bigfoot, UFOs, Dogman, uh, crazy, horrific, like, uh, cattle mutilations. That That's almost seems like
3: a place where they're, you know, running beta software, you know, just yeah, trying to try <laughs> shit up.
4: <laughs> I, I think other entities know about the the API, too, and can interact with it. Um, oh, interesting. Just, just because we have one simulation going doesn't mean there's not other simulations going. It could be like an arcade. There's not a bridge.
1: Right? Uh, there could be an arcade. Where there's sure. many video games going, do you think it's, the Ouija it's, board
2: it's, is like a video game? Do you think that's another way to get into another simulation?
4: I think you're with Ouija boards. You're just uh, that's a that's a way to interact with the program, but like non corporeal kind of stuff. Like Ouija, I messed with Ouija boards when I was little, and I probably shouldn't have. Um, but uh, I think that's a way to interact with the the spirit world. But I think a lot of uh, Ne'er do wells are hanging around looking for for entities. Us humans staying around because we have us humans. We have fun lives. So if you think about it, if you we we can go out, we can drink, have sex, and and experience some joy, of us misery. Some of us. I mean, not anymore, but we used to have fun, <laughs> didn't we?
1: <laughs> we used to. There was a time.
4: Yeah. Um. Uh. But I think with Ouija boards, that's just a way to uh open yourself up to that stuff. It is. It's kind. Of, it, it all comes down to belief and intention. If you're with a, a bunch of people that believe that they're going to take part in something and, and contact the spirit realm, I think they, they will. I, and uh, there was a, uh, a study done in the 1970s called the Philip Experiment, where now some of the people have discredited this Philip Experiment. I, I'm I'm erring on the side of that. Well, I this is a tinfoil
1: hat. We don't care if it's been discredited. We like to-
4: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's worth... Uh, to just summarize it, they, this, this study created a fake person. They, they wrote out a very detailed description of this fictional person, uh, created a, a group of people to in a, in a, have a, a mediumship to contact this person. And I don't think the, the control group knew about the fictional person. And they were able to pick out details from this fictional person. So the, the scientists were able to think up an imaginary person and the mediums were able to pull information from this imaginary person. The Philip experiment it's very bizarre. Well, you it's know what they like could you. be
1: doing is tapping into the scientists, basically mainframe and pulling out information from their brains. You know
4: what I'm saying? Very, like, that's possible too. Because once you write, I think this is why it's important to write down your intentions. Once you write something down, you commit it to the matrix and it goes, it goes out there. And then it's, uh, it goes out into the ether. And then I think it's accessible if you know how to make that call.
1: It's so interesting, dude. I do believe... I think when you think simulation, simulation that it answers all the questions.
2: If it's I obtainable, it, like you can. said, Sam, if it's obtainable. What do you mean? That like you can't just go around saying, hey, I want to be the president of the world, and you don't try and go get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like, if you try... Like, there's rules to the video game.
3: I think you mean yeah. it's like a comprehensive theory, right? It, it incorporates... Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're both. T- yes, it's like people like, oh, oh, I want to be president. Well, that's not how the video game. Yeah, plays. I mean, the
3: simulation
4: has rules. Right. It's not. Uh, it's not impossible. It's just unlikely. Right. It it depends on when you start uh, ma- trying to manifest that for yourself and acknowledging the simulation. You know, it's uh, it's not impossible, but it, it is unlikely. Do you believe that people can be possessed? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, this is a crazy, strange world. I believe people can be possessed. I mean, you just talk about NPCs. You know, I believe that there are real NPCs out there, people that don't really know how to navigate difficult, logical inconsistencies. Uh, I believe I encountered a person like that. I just confronted with one question about what they thought of the JFK assassination. And they just totally locked up. They had no opinion. They okay. So
1: that's an interesting thing, man. What you're saying is that they're people, but they're just, they're, are they programmed different and they just, they're not programmed to deal with depth or they just it, haven't been enlightened. And then you like, what did Ramdas? i am listening to it today. Uh, he's talking about the, the, let me find the dark, dark voyage or the, hold on real quick. It's so amazing, man. Um, uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Scott. But it was really an interesting thing, dude, about here it is. It's the dark night of the soul, right? And it's about, you know, ba- I listened to it, I have to study it more, but I basically was like once you learn about the Enlightenment, you can't go back, right? Like, very rarely do you see people like become conspiracy theorists and actually become not conspiracy theorists
4: very yeah. rarely very i mean yeah i mean once you start digging into information um it i don't know if i want to use the word addictive but i know it's very interesting i find it to be entertaining there's there's always a point with anybody who's curious about this stuff they get to a point where they become hyper anxious and they can't believe the world is like this and they want to tell everyone about it and then they can't believe no one will listen to them that's like on your how it starts uh, your, like a like on your uh, your podcast with David Wise and uh, and uh, Eddie Bravo, Eddie said he's done trying to convince people. Yeah, and yeah. I'm of the opinion you can't convince people. Regardless, all you could do is pre- present information, and hopefully they're curious enough to come to some sort of conclusion that enlightens them in some way.
2: So- I, but that's what the quarantine has done. It- I just We we what we throw shit out there They're bored They go look it up And they're like Holy crap this is making sense Like Wayfair How many people all of a sudden are Jump on board on Wayfair Sending it to me And I'm like dude You're talking to the guy That's been telling you about this For the past year Yeah it's so
1: the funny The fuck you
2: sending me this shit like, for Like have you
1: seen this dude Yeah Shit's going down
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I've been
1: talking about that forever uh, What's very interesting is how People are also very stubborn When they want to stick to their program Right But I want to say, I want to get back to what you're saying, man. It's just like, that's so interesting, dude. It's so interesting that some people, I don't know if they're just so or that's just their program, but they just, they just believe the official narrative on everything.
2: And those are the people that they use for school shooting.
3: Well, I think some of those people are just operating. <laughs> and those are the people
1: they use for <laughs> school shooting. I like, tell
3: funniest <laughs> retarded shit ever. Go on, what'd you say? <laughs> that is fun. The, I think some of those people are just operating almost on like default programming. You know, they they share yeah. a programming, and and they kind of they're just in this in this lane that they can't get out of, and they never will. Possibly. And they're afraid to get out of. Yeah, but well, I I don't know my my suspicion the, the sense I've had is that some people I don't know if they're and you see this in religion too some people in certain religions especially like Jehovah's Witnesses which is you know <laughs> madness but those are some, Johnny's some, words
1: not Sam Sam believes everyone should believe in whatever they want to as long as they're well, good people but,
3: but well they believe like 100,000 people only can make it to, to heaven or whatever Well, what they Bitcoin? yeah exactly and but I do get the sense that some people just aren't there. You know what I mean? There's just nothing there with some people, especially like serial killers, and, and sociopaths and psychopaths. There's just not. They're just they're not the same thing that we are. Do you know what I mean? They're operated by no. some, some other kind of language.
1: So maybe they're like, may, yeah, it's like non PC. They're just there Non-player in character, yeah. in to add texture to the real ones' experience yeah. in this world.
2: And those are the ones, like they said, they use for fucking school shootings. Fantasy the sit there,
1: love boat, right? Like, there's all the staff at the love boat, but they're not there to experience the the actual cruise. They're there to make sure you enjoy the actual cruise. Yeah, and they're there to make sure everything kind of goes along on your week that you're on that boat. Yeah. Does a that make of, any yeah, sense?
3: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think I a think lot of news can, anchors are like that. You know, I mean, honestly. I think that
4: can dehumanize somebody, which I'm not really for. It's just. It's just that they're not super curious. I, and I think to a certain degree, when you get into all this stuff, you gotta you got to be creative. you got to be able to, to kind of roll with it. And a lot of people anymore have been trained not to roll with it. And when they're presented with conflictions or ideological hypocrisy, they shut down. And all you have to do is look at the, the statues being tore down and using non-democratic processes to remove speech or art. And then you you parallel that to all the controversy around ice tea and body count and cop killer and you parallel that to what the fcc did to howard stern and the the religious right and you you present the information it's like a lot of the stuff that's going on right now it really seems you got like you guys are acting like um zealot like religious yeah uh action and it
1: ebbs and it flows right and it's so interesting
4: they they say we got to ban memes because it's going to indoctrinate people to uh, white supremacy. It's like, that sounds a lot like what the religious right was saying and Tipper Gore was saying about heavy metal and Judas Priest. And they shut down. They have no response because they realize, oh shit, I might be on the wrong side. I'll just keep saying what I'm saying and ignore anything that contradicts what I'm saying.
1: Hey, can you find They've been programmed. Ryan Long? Go to Ryan Long comedy, and this is exactly what you're talking about.
4: You stole hit- my bit. Oh what? i a joke. I don't
1: know. Ryan Long, go yeah. to when woke racists actually agree on everything.
2: On YouTube though,
3: it's the greatest video and ever. I, I just want to say, I'm not saying that there's some great number of people who are like this. I mostly feel that way with career criminals, you know, and these people that just seem to have no redeeming qualities. It, it's almost like Turn the up. to the. The simulation doesn't want to put that karmic debt on any one like soul or whatever. So Mike, watch this. The, fir- the first it programs these just hit NPCs.
2: Yeah.
1: The first video, this
2: one. Watch this one.
1: If you manage a team, you okay? Can we
2: start? Yeah, I know. just pass I know.
1: that? uh can we play this? I mean, I'm not monetized, so are they gonna ding me for something?
3: Well, no. I mean, you could still get dinged for it. Yeah, but for what? I mean, if they, if this whoever these guys are, are repped by one of those media management companies, I, I don't know what we're looking at. So, but if they, we've are, had him on the podcast,
1: we've had Ryan on the podcast before.
3: But oh, yeah, okay. But as long as he's not, you know, like Rogan is repped by a media management company, and they kind of find they search for his clips or whatever.
1: And what they'll ding me? What will they ding me? Well, you? I don't,
3: I don't. I mean, you could get like a flag, a flag for you might get a flag. They might run ads. Okay, don't on your do channel. it.
1: Don't do it. Don't play it. Just so stupid. They're just coming for me, so I can't even like try. But if you get a chance, read the title of it, you guys. It's
3: exactly what you guys are talking. Well,
2: wokes about. and racists actually agree on everything. I'm sure. I'm sure.
3: I mean.
4: Yeah, I mean that's that's the kind of. I mean, do you want PS to run it? it? Run and, it and send
3: him an email and say, "Hey, can we use this?"
1: Or edit it out, and I'll put it the, the unedited one on the. Uh, yeah.
3: But I mean, just send him an email. Be like, "Hey, can we play?" And then if they do flag it, you can say we have permission because oh. that's an option. We have permission. You want me to text him right now? I'll DM him. Yeah. Why not? Yeah.
1: All right, but it's basically about how that this woke society is doing the exact same um, thing. That hold on one second. Um, right, on. Can I show your vid? Can I? I love. I, I have to talk when I'm typing.
2: <laughs> All the time.
1: No, I'm. Uh, yeah, most of the time.
2: Sound it out when you're searching Power Hub too. You ty- no, <laughs> big fat ass. So,
3: what do you think about uh, the Bermuda Triangle? Do you have a, a, a theory about that oh, that incorporates yeah. uh, simulation theory?
4: I think that that falls in line with uh, other uh, power places like Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, I, I think that um, a lot of these uh, places where there seems to be a lot of paranormal activity. Seem to have a, a lot of uh, quartz crystal. Uh, oh, fascinating. These granite okay. that has quartz crystal in them. So there are uh, some sort of power source there that can activate weird stuff that goes on. If you know, the Bermuda Triangle really kind of fell off the radar there in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, not a lot of missing ships or stories coming out of there, just stuff from like the, the 1800s to early 1900s. But I believe that there are power places. And where you have significant deposits of quartz crystal, either through granite or just naturally occurring, you're going to find increased activity of the paranormal or UFOs and and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think it's all kind of linked. Do
3: down. you have a thought about how, what quartz crystal represents in the simulation? Do you think it's some kind of like uh, medium through which... Uh-
4: Uh, I think just electricity in general. So I think uh, quartz crystal just generates electricity. I don't know how it directly uh, relates to, like, simulation theory in a way, Uh um, other than that quartz crystal can just be uh, a harness or uh, I guess maybe not necessarily generate, but I guess it can generate electricity in great quantities. And if it's stored, it has to be released, and it could be opened up. There's this whole big... um, uh, series of missing people called missing 411 the book oh, yeah, series so written by uh, David Plaiter. We have to do a he, show
1: on that. That's one of yeah, the things they want us to do a show
4: fascinating. on. Fascinating. He he discovered that uh, a a large percentage of these people that go missing uh well they go disappearing near boulder fields that often contain lots of quartz crystals or they go missing near creeks, rivers, ponds and streams. Um and how to tie that into the simulation theory. Now, I'm not saying I be- this is a theory. I'm not saying I believe this. I have different theories for missing 411. I'm um, listening. But when it comes to possible people that just vanish out of nowhere, Here we typically go. they go missing like in um, large areas that, like the national parks where they have to render a lot of material and the server just might decide it might be more convenient to boot you from the server than to render all that stuff for one person.
1: Dude, that's Whoa. so interesting. Wow, okay. Cool. So this one cat, I, to- I think I told a story before about this one guy who's come to our shows in Tacoma, gave me acid. I thought oh, yeah. I was doing acid. Were you there for no, no, I told that story, though, right? About the guy in the forest? Mm-hmm. Like that's what you're talking about. They went into the forest and they looked up and there's looked like this giant green screen. And some dude was crawling on the green screen and saw him camouflage himself and start crawling back down. The dude looked down his dog and ran off, going, fuck this noise. Uh-huh. And the <laughs> dude ran off. Dude, that is so interesting. I gotta have you back on to talk four one one. Think we can get that guy who did the did the whole thing on? Maybe we could get him on and all of us get uh- done?
4: I I don't know. I met him. Uh, I met him. He was doing a Bigfoot talk and his Bigfoot talk was fascinating. He's under the opinion that Bigfoot is not an ape, but it is a human. All the DNA they've tested, it is a human, but it is a a hybrid human Uh, and it is an offshoot from a, a human female and a male giant. possibly nephilim
1: human chicks put out anybody anybody (laughs) if you got a big dick and you you cook dinner they'll bang you ufos (laughs) fucking hybrid dudes i mean i'm just telling you man earth chicks are easy that's what i'm saying
2: that kind of makes sense because every time they look for hair they never find a ape ape hair or nothing and they always say oh just regular human hair wolf hair dog hair if it's human, they're obviously not looking
4: for human hair. So my they, theory that he's Armenian cast. doesn't work. That, you're saying it's not an Armenian. I don't believe it's an <laughs> Armenian, but we—I mean, it's not been disproven yet.
1: Okay, we all have our <laughs> theories then. We all have our theories. Dude, uh, I'm down. of course, Look at this. Uh, man, uh, looks like a mom's hit me up again to get back home, so that never happens. Uh, man, this was a great... Dude, I love that idea that people just get... Uh, yep.
4: Yeah, you got to go
1: here. You're, you're too yeah, close I'm to the sorry.
4: end. We're not going to render all this landscape for you. It's just not worth it. You got to leave the server. We'll put you in a rock or under a tree. Or just and bring you
1: back as a baby somewhere else. Yeah.
4: yeah, who knows? Yeah, but you're you're gone. Uh, I mean, that's why uh, there's, like, in Missing 411, there's a lot of interesting things. There's always a point of separation where someone says, hey, I'll catch up to you later, and then they never show up. You know, uh, just a lot of weird things like that. But there's a lot of uh, theories around Missing 411. Uh, I would highly recommend reaching out to David Pilates. Uh he's a, he's a nice guy. He's very very straightforward. He doesn't really give theories. He presents a lot of evidence and have what he's discovered. I have a study well, suggestion
3: me. we can do. We can just send a load of blind people out to the parks and have them as a control because you don't have to render all the visual, you know, the, the assets <laughs> well, I mean, for the uh, blind they're people. Probably gonna
0: gonna lose, like, them, right? oh, they're probably going to get lost. They're going to get lost. No, you just,
3: you, just, you just sit them out there, give them some food and stuff, but you pair them with a sighted person, and then right. the sighted person goes out. If they disappear, you know, you you have a Johnny, controlled study there. How many deaf Let's people? do it.
2: How many deaf people do you know, Johnny? Not de-
3: deaf Dad, He said or blind. blind. How many blind people
4: do you know? There's lots of blind people. There's tons of them. They're everywhere. They're just just wandering around. Just grab their stick and leave them just down the path. <laughs>
1: dude, make it happen.
3: I could do that. I think we could do that.
1: Johnny, why don't you set that up? If you make it happen, I'm in.
3: Okay. You'll fund it? No. Oh, okay. Well, what, do you mean you're,
1: what, what does your
2: in mean? I we
1: mean, should get just, a government just, grant. Just, it it yeah. will go on
2: tenfolds uh, fucking
4: YouTube page. Yeah, I just will say,
1: put it on the subscribe star.
4: <laughs> just, say, just say you are leading blind people to the woods to fight white supremacy. You'll get a government grant
1: that's a good point actually yeah it probably
4: would all
1: right guys this has been a great episode one more time midnight Mike tell them where they can find you
4: go to obdmpod.com or just search uh YouTube for obDM videos we stream live 7 p.m on Wednesdays and then noon on Saturdays it's a call-in show we just goof around cover all the the uh, you know current events conspiracies and all that kind of stuff
1: well, uh, you were great, dude. Let's see if we can make a four one one happen. Can you just pretty email fun. me the guy's name? I'll try. See, the problem yep. is that they don't know the show, and they see Tim Foyle hat. They're like, "F,
4: yeah. F that!" I'm like, <laughs> "Well, it's a it's I a do, show
1: doing pretty well. You should come." I do come know out.
4: that uh, David Polite has said in this in his talk that he reached out to Joe Rogan, sent him movies and all that kind of stuff to get on Joe Rogan. He's into doing shows, um, so uh, this is how you approach him. Uh, the guy, uh, I'll send you his name. He's a, he's, he seems like a nice guy, and he wants to definitely get the information.
1: Well, I have to say something. I have zero opportunity to get anybody on Joe Rogan. I haven't been on in seven years, and not that you're insinuating that, but people hit no, no, no. me up all the time like, hey, dude, can you get me on Rogan? Yep, right after me. Uh, so wait seven years, and I'll we'll see if we we'll can <laughs> hook it up.
4: No, what, what I meant was he, he will do a comedy kind of talk kind of okay, show where perfect. you joke around. Obviously, you know Rogan's a comedian, so he, he would be into it, I think. Talking to somebody who's a little bit. More I'm funny. down,
1: dude. I'm down. Uh, uh, where can they find you on the internet in terms of like websites or
4: Twitter? obdmpod.com.
1: He is one of the uh, founders of the Union of the Unwanted, and he came, he saw, he kicked a lot of ass. It was a great yeah. episode, man. It had everything that I like in it. You're right. There's Johnny liked it too. I see his nipples through his gay <laughs> theater shirt. <Whoa. laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're the best. I appreciate it. Thank you, Xavier Guerrero, yep. and uh, thank you, Johnny. And I love the Swarm. Guys, come see me in San Diego. I'm gonna rock. I'll be at the American Comedy Company again. Come see me. Take care. Everybody.
4: Thanks guys, I appreciate it. Talk to you later. Have to be imposed. and, 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 and a world governing
0: body will be created to enforce
4: them. Welcome to
0: tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep homeboys. Eric, open your mind. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. D- 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 that's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake
1: up, Aaron.